In a few moments, I'm going to read from famous chapter of the Bible, some of Hebrews chapter 11 were stretching and strengthening as a theme as a church this year based on Isaiah 54, but stretching and strengthening as a focus. And I'm going to read what's called Faith's Hall of Fame, Hebrews chapter 11. We sang earlier, in your name, faith becomes our anthem. The basis of Hebrews chapter 11 starts with, faith is a confidence that what we have, what we hope for, will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. We live by faith. We believe in a God and believe for God to do things that we can't see in the physical yet. Verse 6 of that chapter says, It's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who sincerely seek Him. Sometimes we have an attitude that God doesn't want to bless. I want to tell you, when we have a heart that seeks after God and sincerely seeking Him, God's heart is, I want to bless you, I want to pour out stuff, I want to give you. That's my God. And don't say you haven't any faith, because Ephesians 2 and 8 says, it's by grace you are saved through faith. If you didn't have faith, you wouldn't have been in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It's faith that causes us, but that's just a starting point. We have to live by faith. Faith is God's currency, so to speak. And I want to speak a little bit about stretching and strengthening, but I'm going to read from verse 32. But here is the summary of verse 4 through to verse 31. It was by faith that Abel, dot, dot, dot. It was by faith that Enoch, it was by faith that Noah, it was by faith that Abraham, it was by faith that Sarah, it was by faith that Isaac, it was by faith that Jacob, it was by faith that Joseph, it was by faith that Moses' parents, it was by faith that Moses, it was by faith the people of Israel, it was by faith that Rahab. You get the picture. It's all about faith. And then the writer to Hebrews then says, from verse 32 onwards, how much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount, recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped dead by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back from death. But others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection, the one that Owen Pearson is enjoying now forever and ever. Some were jeered at, their backs were cut open with whips, others were chained in prisons. Some died by stoning, some were sawn in half, and others were killed with the sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute, oppressed, and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. Yet none of them received all that God had promised, for God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. In the context, amazing heroes of faith, in the context of stretching and strengthening, one verse stuck out to me. I was reading this this week. Verse 34, their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. The title, if you like, for a message is strengthened 
by battle. Hebrews chapter 11 is an incredible chapter. It would be an incredible movie or TV series if you took just one episode for all the people in this. It'd be, I would think it'd be high ratings and high peop- number of people watching it. Listen, just some of them. It's exciting to be shutting lions' mouths, quenching flames of fire, escaping death by the edge of the sword. Take that, Jack Biller. Take that, Jason Bourne. Take that, James Bond. I don't know why you have to be called J- initials JB to be a hero or something. But take that, all of you guys. None of you have ever done that. None of you have ever put whole armies to flight. Incredible stories. But here's the key. They became strong in battle. We're talking about a year of stretching and strengthening. One of the ways this happens, one of the ways to be strengthened is going through battles, going through difficult times. We've probably heard or used the phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't think it's a quote from the Bible. I've not read it. But there's a truth in it, to be honest. None of us, I'm sure, would choose to get through difficult experiences, but even job losses, serious illness, relationship breakdown, family division, financial hardship, etc., etc. None of us would choose it. The very thought of them could make us downcast, make us dispirited or weakened, or even break out in a cold sweat. But you know what? God has got a different perspective than us. God's ways are higher than our ways. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And I do want to encourage you today that those difficult times don't need to weaken you. They can, in fact, be sources of strength. You can be strengthened for the battle. You can be strengthened in the battle. And you can be strengthened by the battle. Today, I want to encourage you, if you're going through things particularly, listen, that you can be strengthened, not put down or weakened in your battle. The difference is a matter of faith. It was by faith these people were strengthened. Not faith in who they were, but faith in the God who had caused them to be who they were. And the God who could do more than they could do. And the God who Psalm 46 says strengthens us. He's a refuge and our strength in present times of trouble. Is the God who in 2 Corinthians 12 and 8 says that my strength is perfected in your weakness or my power works best in your weakness. You can be strengthened in battle. You can be strengthened through your difficult times and your battles. Their weakness was turned to strength. Other versions, they were made strong out of weakness. They gained strength from weakness. From weakness were made strong. Recovered strength from weakness were more p- made powerful out of infirmities. Now, we think of these heroes in the faith, and you can look at Hebrews 11 and say, wow, they were giants in the faith. You know what? They were men and women just like us. They weren't superheroes. They weren't your supermans, your batmans, and any other kind of mans or womans that you want, wonder women. They were just men and women like us. This is what the Bible says about Elijah. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. You can read that in James 5 and 17. It was a man, he was human, just like we are, and he prayed that it wouldn't rain for three and a half years. I struggle for it not to rain for three and a half minutes when I pray, never mind three and a half years. But these heroes, they were not super beings. They were men 
There were women that go through stuff, they went through stuff just like you and me. But they grew stronger because of the faith in their God. Very briefly, three areas of strengthening in battles. You be strengthened by previous. Strengthened by previous. What do you mean? Look at the story of David. David met Goliath. Goliath was this big giant who everybody was scared of. Israel was fighting the Philistines, if you don't know the background, and they had a giant superhero type guy. And he says, there's no point all the armies fighting, the two armies fighting, everybody getting killed. Just pick somebody to fight me, and then whoever wins, that's okay when you're a big giant, isn't it? There's a plan. Fight me, and if I win, we're the champions. You surrender. If you guy wins, you win. We all surrender. Simple, but not easy. But listen, David stood up. The whole of Israel was scared. But David says, I'll have a go. I'll have a go. And listen, Goliath has basically come to David and says, you're just a pathetic little boy. I'm the biggest problem you've ever had in your life. I'm the problem. I'm the giant that everyone else in the world fears. I'm the giant that they talk about. They talk about me. They run from me. They can't get away from me. Whenever they hear my voice, they cower in and run away. I'm the first voice they hear in the morning. I'm the last voice they hear every night. I'm the voice that causes them not to sleep at night. I'm their biggest fear. I'm their biggest problem. I'm their big, big, big thing that won't go away in their life. I'm this thing that faces them every day, every night, and I'm intimidating them, and they're running away, and this is a battle that I'm here to win, and you've not got a chance. But David, in this biggest battle of his life, and his physical weakness, found strength in his relationship with God. And this is what it says, you come to me with a sword and spear and javelin, I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. And he strengthened me for this battle. In 2 Samuel 22 and 40, you read David another occasion says, You have girded me with strength for the battle. David trusted, had faith in his God in the battle. Goliath looked at his weakness. Even King Saul, uh, the, the king of Israel, the man who should have been fighting or getting somebody to fight, encouraged David with these words. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy. Listen, you can put your only in there. You're only limited in your education. You're only limited in your finance, your talent. You're weak. You're only weak. You can put whatever your only is in there. And you might have heard the voice. And maybe those even in church, like King Saul was in David's side, and he was basically, you're only this. You've never accomplished anything. You'll never be this. You've just not got it. Have you ever heard those? David's response was this. Listen. I won against the bear and the lion when I was shepherding, when I was defending my sheep. And do you know what? Listen, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. I.e., I'm strong in this battle because of my experience of God. He's basically saying, you know what? I've got previous. And my previous strengthens me. We always use the term previous as a negative concept, don't we? Oh, you've got previous. 
You've got previous. If you stand before a court, or you've got previous. But you know what? We too often look at the negative instead of the positive. You know what? David came to this biggest battle of his life, and he said, you know what? I'm strengthened by my previous. I'm strengthened by what I have come through. I've got previous. I've got a history of fights. I've got a history of experiencing victory that God gives me. He provides in the previous battles of my life. He has strengthened me, and I have come through them. And my previous has strengthened me for this battle that I've got now. Listen, sometimes we can feel weak in our battles. David was armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling. No, he wasn't. He was only armed with his shepherd's sling by his by his stones and arm, but he was also strengthened by his history, by his experience, by God showing up in previous battles. You know what it says in Romans 12 and 11? It talks about a group of people, we're not really going to take context, it says they overcame the enemy, they overcame the devil by the blood of a lamb and by the word of their testimony. And you know what, Satan? I've had previous here. I've got previous. You're throwing everything. Even the kitchen sink is getting thrown at me, and I'm in a battle. But you know what? I've got previous, and I'm strengthening my previous. You've done this before, but God's brought me through. God's strengthened me. And my previous is strengthening me for the battle that I'm in just now. Today, I, look at, I know there's people going through battles, but I want to encourage you today that you can draw strength from your previous. You're still here. The battles you face haven't destroyed you and killed you because you're still here. I could say you're still standing, but you're sitting, but you know what I mean. You're still here. Do you know why? And you, because God's hands on you, and you can draw strength from your previous. You can also draw strength or strengthen by a partnership. There's a remarkable story recorded in Exodus 17 when the warriors of Amalek are attacking God's people. Moses, directed by God, is instructing Joshua. Joshua, you're the military guy. You're going into the battle in the valley. He says, I'm going up the hill. I think when Joshua heard the plan, he thought, I think you're over the hill, not up the hill. But that's another story. Moses says, I've got a plan. Here's the plan, Joshua. I'm going to hold the staff of God up. And as long as I'm holding that up, we're going to win. If I don't, we don't. But as long as I'm holding the staff up, I'm going to win. Just imagine Joshua. He's a military guy. He's a military ca- captain. And he's saying, Moses, he may be not. Okay, he could have said, Moses, I'm a military guy. If you can tell me another battle in history where that's how it was won, I'll maybe, I'll maybe go with it. But no, Joshua was, and Moses together were trusting God. Okay? Hello? 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 If you put it in loudspeaker, we can all speak. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Listen, here's the plan. Plan A, I'll hold the staff of God up and we'll win the battle. Listen, this wasn't a five-minute fight. This was an army versus army for the whole day. You might be, I'm sure you are a lot stronger than me, but I don't know if there's anybody in here who can hold something up for a whole day on their own. And yes, Moses' arms got tired. In fact, soon became so tired, he could no longer hold them up. Oh dear, this plan's got a flaw in it. However, there's these two guys there, Aaron, Moses' brother, and her, could just imagine them coming, the plan B. And Moses says, hi, Aaron. What's his name? 
Her, no, not her, him. No, don't go there. Okay? We have got a plan, Moses. The concept's right. But you need to sit down because the battle is causing you to be weary. You're getting weakened and weary in this battle that you're in, Moses. And you know mm-hmm. what? You're not purpose to go through it alone. Just you sit down there, keep your hands up with the holding staff, and Aaron and I, her and Aaron, we'll hold your arms up. We'll connect. With Moses, we appreciate it. You're great, and we believe that God is calling us to connect with you and to encourage you in this battle. Because it's a tough battle, Moses. And the truth is, if you read the story, as long as Moses was holding the staff up, Israel won and down in the valley. But as soon as his arms come down, Israel was losing in the valley. But you know what? Aaron and her came alongside Moses. Aaron and Moses came alongside and whispered a word from God, just like Kathy's whispering a word from God. Into my, yeah. And he says, we're here to partner with you, Moses. We're here to partner with you. It was strengthened in partnership, in battle, through the connections they had, through the partnerships they had. We all need to be connected and strengthened in battle. Too often, I've seen good people when they're going through battles, disconnect from church life. And it's sad because we're called to connect. We're called to partner. We're called to hold up one another's hands when the battle gets too tough. Let's be people in your life who strengthen others in their battle by holding up their arms when the battle's tough. There's a flip side story of that in Judges 18. A place called Laish. The tribe of Dan are on the rampage. And it says here of Laish, Laish, people were peaceful and secure, everything going swimmingly, no problems in life, don't need anyone, it's nice, quiet life. But then the men of Dan attacked with swords and burned the town to the ground. Laish was weakened because of no partnership. Next verse says this, There was no one to rescue the people, for they lived a great distance from Sidon and had no allies nearby. Hope you get the picture. Do you know why they lost the battle? Because there's no connections and no partnerships to strengthen them in the battle. And watch is incredibly powerful here. You might think you're not going through battles. In this city, in this town, Things were going great. It was peaceful. Things were working well. There were no problems. But the day came. And the day came. When the battle came. And they were not connected enough to be strengthened in the battle. Sometimes things in life is good and we think we don't need anyone. Let me keep encouraging you to stay connected even in the good times. Even when you're flying, even when the world is all it should be, keep connected. But you know what? It's never always going to be like that. And if you stay connected in the good times, when the difficulties come and the battles come, you'll find greater strength because you'll get partnerships and connections there that can help you in the battle. And also, thoroughly we're strengthened by our prayers. We've been reading the book of Ephesians this week. 
The church suite will give you all our daily readings if you want them. One of my favorite books, Paul writes to them. And in chapter 6, he talks about putting on the armor of God. Do you know why you need an armor? Because you're in a battle. But he proceeds about that by saying, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And this was Paul's prayer for the Ephesians. I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. In chapter 3, I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Strengthened by prayer. And there in Ephesians 3, he says, Now all glory to God. Could put a full stop there. Now all glory to God, who is able. Keep another full stop there. Through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. No, we're strengthened through prayer. We are strengthened through prayer. We're strengthened by a previous. We're strengthened by our partnerships. And we're strengthened by our prayers. There was a time in David's life in 1 Samuel 30 when the whole world was accusing him of everything. His friends turned against him. And he'd lost everything. It wasn't his fault, but he was getting the blame. And he was physically, emotionally, mentally weak. And everyone was bitter towards him. But then we read that he found strength in the Lord his God. He strengthened himself. He found strength in the Lord. What did he do? He connected with God and got into a prayer time with God. He connected with his God. And you know what? He got up from that and he went on and recovered all that is lost. You can read it in 1 chapter 30. He recognized it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. There's a strength that can come in my weakness from connecting with a living God and praying with him. And he can impart something into my life. Hebrews 11 and 34, just to close. The band are going to come up. Different version says this. These folks who found strength in their weakness, they became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Amplify says, they became mighty and unbeatable in battle, putting enemy forces to flight. Another version. Although they were weak, they were given the strength and power to chase foreign armies away. Today, here's the summary. The battles that you are facing are not meant to weaken you. They're meant to strengthen you if you keep your trust and your faith in God. You're strengthened in your battle by your previous. If you can, can we all stand? Because I know some of you are going through battles today. And just let me say to you, those previous battles, just think of them, speak about the victory that God gave you in your life. You can overcome by the word of your testament. You have a previous, which is strengthening you for the battles you're in just now. The same God who brought you through is the same God who's going to take you through your battle just now. And I'm believing that you're going to be strengthened in your battle. You can be strengthened by your previous. You can be strengthened by making partnerships and connections which are going to encourage you and build you up and encourage you to keep in prayer with God. So often when battles come, we can drift away. David was found strength in his connection and his prayer with God. Strengthened by previous. Strengthened by partnership. Strengthened by prayer. But you know what? I'm going to pray a prayer that your battles are going to make you come through stronger. And you can be like those 
the Amplified says, who become a mighty and unbeatable in battle. Mighty and unbeatable in battle. Not because of who you are, but because of the God who can do so much more than we can ask or imagine according to the power that is at work, not outside of us, but according to the power that's in work within us. Father God, I look out at this group of people and I thank you, Lord, that we are more than conquerors, not through ourselves, but through Christ who loved us and gave himself for us. And I pray for those in battle situations, Lord, that they'll be encouraged and strengthened by the previous of you bringing them through the battles they were in. I pray, Lord, that you'll strengthen us by causing us to make better partnerships and connections with people who are lift our arms up in the battle. But, Father, I pray that we will become people who will look to lift up the arms of those who are struggling in their battles, to get alongside them, to speak life over them, to pray for them. And, Lord, I pray that we will keep in prayer in connection with you. And as we pray, I pray, Lord, that prayer is not for us just to get things, but for us to be strengthened in a relationship with you, and then we can walk into whatever we face. Father God, I thank you that by faith we can be strengthened and victorious in every battle that we face. In Jesus' name, amen.